Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Three points, four turnovers, and four personal fouls for Andre Drummond and Justin Spiro at Dark Row State News on Twitter pointed it out. The uh, managing editor and editor editor in chief of uh, GregHenson.com. As we welcome you to episode 167 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Show. I'm Taylor Phillips, along with. Louis Tenor and Matt Pierce, how you do, gentlemen doing tonight? Great. Well. All right. Well, the Pistons beat the Mavericks 95-85, but um, lots of turnovers in that game, to say the least, especially by the Pistons. Yeah, it's going pretty. Yeah, they started out on a four nothing, a short four nothing run, and then they committed like eight t- turnovers in their last ten games. Before they uh, got back on track, they allowed the Dallas Mavericks to go on a ten zero run in that span, and. Dan Van Gundy was uh, lit up by that. Was there um, so? <laughs> but, uh, but in other words, Drummond, three points, 17 rebounds. That's good in that department. How is that even possible? That means he's not getting any offensive rebounds, I guess. Yeah, just four offensive rebounds. 13 defensively. Four four personal fouls and a minus six. Aaron Baines, though, 18 points. John Luer, oh, wait, that's a, a plus 18, rather. John Lohr, a plus 26. Aaron Baines finished with eight points. John Lohr with 19. Reggie Jackson with 20. Contavious Caldwell-Pope with 11. Marcus Morris with 12. And Tobias Harris with 10. Aaron Baines almost got a double-double. Yeah. And rebound. Taylor Johnson almost looking like a human. <clears throat> almost? Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stanley Johnson with seven and a plus eleven. One of one of four shooting. Andre uh, Drummond, uh, one for two from the free throw line. That should be uh, nine out of seventeen 
in his, in his last 14 games from the charity stripe. About 500. Yep. Harrison Baines with 19, as you mentioned before. Darren Williams with 16 for Dallas. The Pistons improved to 14 and 13. The the Mavericks dropped to 6 and 19. The matchup here, the Pistons shot 50.7% from the floor and 29.4% from three. The Mavericks, 41%. From the field goal, uh, from the floor, and 32% from three. Free throw percentage: Pistons 80, 81.8%, Mavericks 81.2. Yes, that means Andre wasn't shooting a lot of free throws. <laughs> yeah, he only he only shot two and made one. Well, 50%. Oh, the average. Making it out of his last four games, nine of seventeen. Maybe he doesn't have to go to the granny style. Nope. No, he he is getting better. He he's been practicing, and nine out of seventeen is just a little bit over five hundred because eight and a half out of seventeen is is directly five hundred. Uh, yeah, hey, if he shoots over five hundred, I think that's a a bonus. Yeah, you can say you can say it's a bonus, but it it it, it has been it had been a flaw over the last two or three years when uh, Drummond since Drummond first first appeared on this Pistons roster. That's, yeah, I believe he shot thirty seven percent last year, roughly. Yeah, or thirty or thirty five, roughly. 30, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's brutal. Mm-hmm. Pistons with that win jumped the Indiana Pacers thir- into uh, for that uh, seventh spot in the Eastern Conference in the NBA standings. The Pacers are thirteen and thirteen. The Pistons, uh, the Pacers lose to the Miami Heat in South Beach, ninety-five to eighty-nine. The, the Heat improved in nine and seventeen. Yes, that is their record, folks. Wow. Boy. I guess they missed uh, D Wade and well, well, Miami. I mean, Miami is D Wade, well, Brian. Chris Bosh, nobody there anymore. I know. Maybe, maybe tonight they don't miss. Maybe at least for tonight they don't. They don't miss him as much. But uh, they miss him in general. They used to be the NBA champs with uh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh, back to back. I still didn't hear eight or whatever LeBron predicted. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So with that, we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, an article about of uh, uh, concerning uh, Red Wings left winger Tomas Tatar's next Red Wings contract, according to the hockey writers, Hockey News and Insight, written by Tony Wolak. Tatar's production versus potential reads, uh, when Ken Holland and Tatar's representation sit down to hammer out the next pact, much of the negotiation will center around current production versus past production potential. In his past three seasons with the Wings, Tatar's averaged what generally constitutes second-line goals and points. His most successful campaign came during the 2014-2015 season, Mike Babcock's last in, last in Detroit when the Slovakian, Slovakian winger led Hockey Town with 29 goals and finished third on the team in points with 56. He also produced 19 points, did Tomas Tatar, with a man advantage for Detroit's second-ranked power play this, that season. That was two seasons ago. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, Not but 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 since Jeff Blasso came in, Tatar's ice time started sinking, but he still managed to pop 20 goals for the second consecutive season. It fell further in the playoffs when Blasso opted to play Brad Richards on Datsuk's wing and thought Tatar was better suited for the fourth line alongside Joachim Anderson and Andreas Apatziu. But at only 26 years old, Tatar still has room to grow. He's already holding a, a larger role this year than he did under Babcock or during Blashill's first season. Tatar has been asked to contribute more with panel that suit no, no longer in, with the organization and mans the top line with Henrik Zetterberg and Anthony Mappa. His 17 minutes and 22 seconds of time on ice per game ranks third among Red Wings fourth, up, up from 14-21 last season. Clearly, the, the Red Wings value Tatar's talent. Doesn't that count for something? But but here's here's how, how much uh, Tomas, Tomas Tatar has. Four goals, seven assists, 11 points in 29 games this season as of December 12th. 2016. That's two days ago before they fell flat to the Arizona Coyotes last night. 4-1 to one with that final score. Are you going to bank on them? Damn. Yeah, Tatar didn't get anything. So he's still at 4-7-11. and 11. In 30 games now. Hmm. There's still quite a ways to go, but uh, Tatar has to pick it up. So, when the two sides meet, in terms of the uh, contract prediction, 
the front office and Tomas Tatar himself and his agent, they'll surely have different ideas of what the contract should be. Tatar's management will likely propose a five- to six-year contract, which, w- which would pay him around $5.5 million annually, which would be uh, 11 or 33 or $27.5 million total for five or six for six or five years. Uh, five point five million total or per year? Five point five million annually. That's per year. So, I, I I just did the math. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's not pretty. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't he look here. like Pavel Dutsuk to me, or you know, I mean, I, how about a star? You know, I mean. Well, well, uh, Ken, what Ken Holland has in mind, as it's trying to say, is um, Tatar's next contract, if 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 confirmed later on, will have will have about will have about the same contract amount value that Justin Applicator and Gustav Nyquist, either Justin Applicator or Gustav Nyquist, would have on, on their price tags. Each, I yeah okay. I guess that's average nowadays. No. Yeah. So, so that la- so that last sentence here is uh, that that article is estimating like a thirty million a six year thirty million dollar contract. So it's five million dollars um, per for Tatar. Uh, starting uh, next year, Tatar's contract is about is pretty much up after this season. Okay, uh, how do you feel about that? Well, well, Tomas Tatar has to pick it up. Like I like I just said, if it doesn't, then uh, then, um, then there's uh, there's there's going to be a, a more a much more difficult dilemma. For Ken Holland to face, he's got plenty. Yeah, at least he's doing better than Riley Shahan productively. Mm-hmm. Riley Shahan still has zero goals, as I as I predicted last night prior to the four-one loss to the Arizona Coyotes. Right. I I, I think he will continue to stay off the board an even particularly significantly longer amount of time. But but only time will tell. It's only a matter of time until Sheehan finally gets his first goal but of the season. But it it's this this year in totality is not going to be pretty for Riley. No. No. Uh yeah. it, it, you gotta Start showing that the young talent has talent. I guess. Yep. Because as we said, uh, you know, new stadium, people are going to want a winning team. 
back to the Pistons here. They they uh, they play the Wizards at Verizon Center at seven on Friday. The Wizards are ten and fourteen. Another um, article to look at. Um, it's just a just a headline in terms of the Lions New York Giants matchup. Left guard, offensive left guard Justin Pugh, P-U-G-H, is looking to make a, make a return this Sunday at 1 on Fox against those Lions. Oh, Ralph Vacchiano Ralph, uh, of um, SNY.TV. <laughs> You okay? Yeah, sorry, I guess pickle. Oh yep. That happens to me too. I'm feeding my cat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. His All first right. sentence was help is on the way for the Giants much maligned offensive line. Justin Pui has been out since early November, but he's confident he'll be back in action starting this Sunday. So um the Giants offensive line May have uh, may be better than Detroit's offensive line come this Sunday. So uh, the Lions are going to have to step it up. Yeah, he's solid. Uh, you hate to see him get healthy. Um, the Lions, uh, hopefully, uh, Levy. Yeah, the, yeah, the Lions healthy. are missing yeah. Travis Swanson too. Yeah, yeah, and you got to uh, center. Yeah, I know. I just uh, liked in Tomlinson. You got to rely on him, and he doesn't be sharp, you know. Um, but uh, the the Giants, you don't want to see them get healthy. Uh, but Eli, you know, it's, I'm sure uh, Lou could comment on this uh, about uh, Eli Manning's and his woes here and there. But uh, the defense looks good. Uh, is Jason Pierre-Paul playing this weekend? Mm-hmm. 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 That'll make it tougher. So that ki- that game kicks off at one on Fox this Sunday. Last, uh, uh, I want to make a slight correction on uh, this past Sunday's uh, game against the Bears at Ford Field. It was not televised on Fox. It was on CBS. Uh, do you know why that was? What was that? Uh, do you have any idea why that was? Generally, when you play on the road as a, well, I mean, like uh, an AFC plays at AFC, it's on the NFC channel. Um, it, it, yeah, that's on Fox. It, I, I heard it's a flex game, maybe, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't understand why it would be on, wouldn't be on Fox. Uh-uh. Curious to me. Mm-hmm. Just because generally the only time there's a crossover is if, you know, it's a cross-league thing, and obviously that wasn't. So, yeah, I don't know. TV guy, Taylor Phillips, help me. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, I was paying attention to the Flyers Avalanche uh, game. Oh, on mute, sorry. But, uh, 
Uh, but uh, do you know why the Lions and uh, Bears played on CBS? Not, no, I don't. Generally, the only time there's a crossover is if you're playing, a, you know, an AFC team. Oh well, well just, the Bears the Bears are are an, are an NFC North division rival. You know that, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm generally the only time uh, uh, it's say uh, you know, uh, Jack, whatever Jacksonville, an AFC team is playing at the Lions. It's on CBS. If the Lions mm-hmm. are playing at an AFC team, it's on Fox. But yet this was Detroit against the Bears. And it was on CBS. CBS. That's why I actually almost couldn't find it there at the beginning, because I've never heard of that. Yeah, the, yeah, these things can can uh, kind of fool you, fool us sometimes. I was completely fooled by that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's just not something that happens, I guess. Um, Oh well. Mhm. You know, I mean, I've never actually ever in my life seen it happen. I mean, I you might, I you probably don't remember when the Lions used to be blacked out, uh, and Lansing was blacked out. Uh, you know, if they didn't sell out because the Silverdome at eighty thousand was the biggest at the time, and you know the Lions sucked. Uh, and so I I get blacked out. We had to pick up Channel 17 from uh, with an antenna. That's what I used to do, uh, you know, to watch the game. And and that's because it was on their station. And it, but if it was on an AFC station, I could watch it. And to see the Bears and the and the Lions play on the uh, on CBS. Honestly, I still haven't had anyone explain to me why that happened. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, it, it's uh, kind of mixed up in some for some reason. There, there's uh, we we don't know. We're not even being given the reason why. But, um, <laughs> Actually, okay, I'll I, give you one reason. I guess uh, they flex the uh, what. The uh, Dallas, maybe the Dallas game. They, they flexed one of the games. They call it. They flexed it, and maybe that's why it pulled the Lions on the TV. I I don't know. That's I'm kind of into TV, so I just uh, was curious, and I wonder if you knew. Um, the only thing I've heard is the flex reason. How they can do that now. Mhm. Well, uh, at, at least, at least I'm the one that's not bothered by it, but um, <laughs> too much. You probably never were blacked out if you lived in Northern Michigan. Uh-huh. No. That was a big deal in Lansing. I mean, big deal. I remember trying to find bars to go to because 
we couldn't even see the playoff game, the one where uh, Sterling uh, Sharp called that ridiculous touchdown pass. I had to watch that at a bar outside of the 100-mile radius of Pontiac. I mean, that's how ridiculous the NFL was. Where yeah. if you look at L.A. Coliseum, there's like 10 people there, but they still show the game. Yeah, yeah, the NFL is uh, flawed right now. As much as I love it, it's flawed. Yeah. That's why I enjoyed the college game actually more. You know, you know, it's more lopsided, but the NFL is it can be really boring. Unfortunately. But the Lions well, are nine and four. Come on. Woohoo. Uh-huh. Yep, that's true. That's true. I mean Speaking uh, of the speaking of which, the Lions, Matthew Stafford is unsure if he'll wear a glove on Sunday against those Giants, but he's confident he'll be fine despite the rainy forecast. Yeah, since it's so. supposed to be like uh, seventy degrees. <laughs> right, Lou? Exactly. Uh, I, that's great. That's great for Stafford. Um, to be honest, uh, if he can just tape those fingers together, I think he'd be a lot better because he said he really hated wearing the glove. But he's still going to play regardless? Excuse me? I mean, because uh, I thought he was going to have to wear the glove in order for him to play. Is he still going to play even though he's not going to wear the even though he doesn't he, want to wear the glove? He, he's trying to do everything he can not to wear the glove. And, I see. Yeah, so we don't know what that is yet. You know, maybe tape that bent digit up, but uh, uh, that, that that's what we're hoping. You know, and if it's kind of warm out, that really helps compared to being, you know, if it was 30 degrees or below, I'm sure that would have a lot more impact. Yes, especially at 30 below. Exactly. Yeah, my for, my forecast in McBain, um, between McBain and Lake City, uh, says it's going to be five degrees on, or nine degrees on Sunday, and uh, that that's pretty damn cold. And another source yeah. pointed out from NFL the NFL mobile app, Matthew Stafford wore a modified glove tailored to cover up his injured middle finger at practice today on his throwing hand. Yeah, there's another hint. He's just trying, you know, I mean, he doesn't want to, but, you know, he's trying everything he can, obviously. Uh, but as Lou said, uh, you know, it's supposed to be 58 degrees there on Sunday. Where, you know, I know it's 5 degrees up there. It's 12 degrees right here. Um, New York, you know, they're temperate. They got water. So. Mm-hmm. That's good for us. <laughs> good for the Lions, I should say. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. His middle finger might be getting at least a little bit better, at, considering uh, what we read out of those uh, sources that are uh, cluing us in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. 
publications, but uh, you know, I mean, they're generally close. Which Tony one? Men even Tim Tony Men even said, uh, you know, he's doing everything he can, and uh, you said publication. Yeah. Which one? I was bragging on the trade news and free press. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Nowhere near my area. <laughs> Jim Twentyman no, 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 is uh, no, no. the uh, the executive. No, uh, okay. Tim Twentyman is the executive editor of DetroitLions.com. dot com. Exactly. Writer. That's why I was quoting him. So. Yeah. Because he's, I would think he'd have the closest information. So, you know, uh, we'll see. Um, at least it's not going to be. Freezy cold, I guess. I guess that's the biggest thing for Stafford. All right. Uh, one other headline. Um, it's a small sample size, actually. The Tigers have agreed to a minor league deal with pitcher with pitcher Anthony Vasquez. Hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read into it right now. See what he's made of here. As I uh, wait for former Yankee pitcher. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, Anthony Vasquez. Yeah. Or the the young or old? I guess that's where I'm going because uh, there's the, a, Anthony Vasquez. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, yeah. I believe he's young. Um, oh. He signed a minor, according to John Paul Morosi of MLB Network. He signed a minor league deal with the Tigers on Wednesday. He declared. The analysis tells us that Vasquez declared free agency at the beginning of, of the off season after two seasons spent in the Phillies system, the Philadelphia Phillies system, and will now right. look for a shot at the big leagues with the Tigers. The left-handed, the left-handed pitcher. Hasn't seen the majors since 2011, but at least posted solid numbers with AAA Lehigh Valley and AA Reading. In 27 starts and 172 and 172 and a third innings between the two levels, he registered a 3.0 a 3.08 ERA, 119 strikeouts, and a 1.224 Whip, walks, hits per innings pitch. Wow, kind of high. <laughs> is that? Uh, oh, uh, is that uh, I was going to say, is that uh, Avila's new favorite uh, metric? This is this is all that says here. Uh, I wish I'm just I'm just giving him shit. <laughs> I don't I'm not, I don't have a lot of faith in Elabil. So, but uh, yeah, saber metrics are important. The wins above replacement as well. Well, look at Theo Epstein. What's he done? I mean, that that proves saber metrics works. I mean, the guy has gone to two places that have never won. And he's won. And and how good are the Cubs? I mean, it's not like they're going anywhere. I mean, shit. If Bill just wanted to hire a guy, that's the guy. 
Dombrowski is good. This is not going to drag on him either. So uh, that that's that's all the Michigan sports material that we've covered for tonight. Lewis, it's your turn. Uh, two head, two big headlines, including MLB and NBA new collective bargaining agreements. MLB five years and NBA seven years. Take it away. Oh darn it, Lewis. Man, Louis. No, 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 no. Uh, I think I lost uh, him here. We apologize for for uh, the technical difficulties here. That's the internet. I mean, we're talking what? Uh, 2,000 miles worth of connections? Well, well, his connection and... Yeah, my connection is uh, is fine. I think Lewis's uh, Lewis's connection might be off. But... Um, Perhaps. But you're at McMahon, you're McBain, I'm saying. I'm in uh, Michi- uh, Lansing, so there's yep. two or three miles. Uh, and then where is he at, New Jersey, did he say? I don't know. He says he's, a, he's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> That's uh, all of New Jersey, besides Atlantic City and uh, the Meadowlands, I guess. Uh, or Newark. I mean, yeah, it's another 1,000 miles, so, you know, 1,200 miles. Yep. Or 800 miles ago. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to, uh, Taylor? Busy at work or what? Um, I don't. I don't work at Little. I do not work at Little Caesars uh, during the middle of the week. I just work on weekends, Saturdays through Mondays. Um, I I had a job interview at uh, at Kroll Communications in Alma about uh, a high school sports broadcasting job. Cool. So you you do the, what, Big Rapids high school team, right? Or basketball? Uh, I used to. Uh, oh. They're kind of, they're trying out a new guy named Brian. But, but they'll, they'll, they'll keep me updated uh, later on if, if, uh, something pops up. But uh, in case I don't return to the Big Rapids Radio Network, I, I applied to uh, Alma's WMLM 1520 AM and Z92.5 The Castle. Cool. And they've got, they've got they, they cover four teams on their oh. networks. The Ithaca Yellow Jackets, the Alma College Scots. Yeah, it's been really good too. Yep, and Pin Conning. Uh, I dated a chick for Pin Conning. Um, uh, uh, you're living up north. Uh, do you like it up there? 
Oh, yeah. Our house is on uh, an open field. Oh, yeah. But but uh, we we also have a horse barn. Our house is located uh, right next to the Masaki Golf Course. If you want to, if you oh, want to search for it in a, uh, in Google Maps, I know where it is. Uh, my buddy, well, not Masaki. Uh, oh, good. Uh, he was on the the one out fifty five. Uh, the Cadillac Golf Course, maybe. Uh, now he's by the. Uh, he was at the corner of fifty five and forty. Uh, forty six. Is that right? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they couldn't get any internet, so they had to move up by the lake. So now I believe they're in Lake City in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And then I have a cottage in uh, Houghton Lake, so I'm up by there. And when I come up, uh, we're gonna have to go have a beer, brother. Yep. And meet meet in person. Hilarious. The Red Wings and uh, Kings face off at Jolo's Arena tomorrow night at 7:30 on Fox Sports Detroit. It's confirmed Jimmy Howard will start in that. But um, Peter Peter Budai is not confirmed, but but is expected to start for the L.A. Kings. Looking at the matchup here, it, it, it goes back to: is that a good thing or a bad thing for the Wings? Uh, the goaltending goaltending matchup. It, 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 it's not necessarily a bad thing. Jimmy Howard uh, let in four goals against the Arizona Coyotes, but uh, that 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 was a fluke, almost like the really? Pistons, blue, Pistons fluke at home against the Seventy Sixers this past Sunday. Some depressing teams we have, you know. I mean, really. Yep, the Kings have a four eight and one record on the road. The Red Wings six eight and three. Right. That's good. So I'd like to see. Uh, you know, uh Howard, you know, I mean Howard's not a horrible goalie. Um Mirazic has been so inconsistent you can't tell what he is. Uh so you know, you'd like to see Howard uh to be honest, I'd like to see Howard, you know, maybe he could actually win us some games and uh, get us in the playoffs, which, I, you know, as we agree, we don't know if we want to do. Mm-hmm. Is that your wife walking up on you? <laughs> yeah, I, I have uh, I, I have my slippers on. I'll take them off. My, my bad. The Red Wings have lost three straight. The Kings are coming off a loss. Yeah. It goes back to, do you want him to lose? Or do you want him to win? You know, I mean, it's been so long since they've had a high draft pick. 
they used to get the high draft, you know, the late draft picks, but they'd steal people, you know. Kozlov, Fedorov, you know, they, you know, then they go, you know, back in the day you could defect them. Uh, the Rush, uh, the Sweden Five, I mean, the Russian Five, you know, I mean, the the Piston, uh, the Wings got good on stealing talent from other countries back when you couldn't do it. And nowadays they got to play in an even field. Ken Holland has proven that uh, he can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can you uh, Russian five, dude, was the coolest thing ever. Well, I, you're probably young, but... Uh, yeah, I was a know. teenager. Yeah, I mean, Liriana, Kozlov, especially Fedorov, uh, Liriana. And, you know, Lindstrom gets all the credit, but Konstantinov was the good. Lidstrom, Lidstrom, was a Lidstrom is Swedish, not Russian. Well, well, I know he's Swedish, but he gets the credit for being the best defenseman. Where Konstantinov made him look like a, uh, you know, an amateur until he got in that car accident. Yeah, the Red Wings power play. What? I'm sorry. The Red Wings' power play uh, percentage is 13.9. That's 26 in the league. It's, they scored only one. There's a, they scored only one power play goal in like I don't know 35 opportunities. The la, their last 35 opportunities. Um, okay, Taylor. I'm sorry, to interrupt. It means they don't have any talent. Yeah, the, I know, yeah. Yeah, and their shooting percentage, 7.9, that's ranked 24th. Face-off percentage, ranked 4th with 52.5%. The Kings, 51.1%, ranked 9th, 9th in the NHL. That That's one thing the Wings have to watch out for. Have to uh, step up, step it up and... That's one department. I think Lewis is back online here. I had a I had a phone problem. My my computer my computer uh, my my phone and my uh, we seem to have lost the connection on the internet. So I switched to the cell phone. So um, you know that's that was the problem. I I did not I did not deliberately hang up on you. Oh okay, yep. Yeah. Are you I, sure? <laughs> would I lie to you? I'm giving you shit, Lou. Yeah, yeah. Give Lewis a break here. Thanks. Okay, hold on. I'm going, I'm going to get the computer off uh, of my bed so I can do the scores from uh, down here. So just give me like 45, give me like a minute, and I'll be ready to start again. All right. Um, yeah, we were previewing uh, the, the the Kings and Red Wings here. Here. Um, yeah. The Red Wings penalty killing unit seventh in the NHL at 84.1%. The Kings, 81.3%. I mean, okay, we can, you know, quote the the uh, the, the percentages. It's not going to get any better. They're going to be a worse team the rest of the year. 
Blasio, I don't, you know, you're a better judge than I am. I mean, Blasio did good at, you know, at the Griffin. So you think that he actually has some talent. Um, but yet he does confusing things here at the wing. Uh, and just what direction do you think they're heading in, Taylor? I'm not sure. They're probably staying in the middle of the pack between the uh, the playoff cutting edge and and the bottom of the barrel. As, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, they're trying they to might go to the bottom of the barrel and get jackets, I guess. But then again, Ken Holland hasn't proven to be able to, you know, without money, take jackets. That's why Dave Dombrowski left the way, you know, uh, the Tigers, because he couldn't overpay for top talent anymore. Mm-hmm. So now we got Ken Howland just actually picking talent and following. Yep. So uh, that. So uh, that that's pretty much it for uh, the preview of, of tomorrow night's game between the Wings and the Okay, Kings. I'm back. <laughs> Lou. So um, we've covered I'm, everything. I'm fine because yeah. I'm having a little bit of trouble with the um, – because my Facebook – my um, computer seems to be still offline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for some reason it's uh, – nothing seems to be coming up tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have one more. I have one more idea. I'll just check. I'll just check my sets for scores. I'll do the. I'll do the best I can. Okay. I'll uh, give you a scoring update on the uh, Flyers and Avalanche on the. Second of the Wednesday night double Wednesday night rivalry doubleheader tied at two. Third period underway at Pepsi Center. The Avalanche penalty killing. Uh, uh, the Avalanche power play just winded down. Now the Flyers are back in full strength. Just under a minute in. Uh, last time I saw the Bruins and Penguins, they they were tied at three. Good. And the Penguins won in overtime, four to three. Okay, success, fellas. I'm back because I got the connection back. Good, good. All mm-hmm. right, it takes it takes it takes about 15 minutes when that happens. Um, you know, this, this wow. happened well once before, so it's got me. It's it's something wrong with the connection problem, but I'm happy to be back online and I'm not going to give you all the scores and news. I'm blaming you, Lou. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> it's a joke, man. Come on. All right. I know, uh, I know. So... I've heard it all before. <laughs> are you all good? Right. So, sorry, are you good to go? Oh, yeah. Now that, right. that's, now the connection is all ready. Okay, we're going to start with the uh, – okay, just let me load the pages here. Sorry for the sending a little delay, folks, but, you know, they say that show is. All right, so go to the ESPN page first. All right, here we go. And the, and the cell phone is plugged in. All right. 
So we're going to start with the NBA like I normally do, and the scores go like this. Right. Ready? Okay. Yeah, we were going to uh, announce uh, big, two big headlines first uh, about the uh, collective bargaining agreement. Oh, I got that too. That were made official. Yes, finally. A, six, a six-year deal with an option for a seventh. Um, and the, and the um, minimum will now go from $5 million to $9 million a year and uh, substantially for um, uh, rookie players. Of course, it still has to be ratified, though, but um, all citizens are go. And despite that, that even though that the opt-out agreement was supposed to be done just a few minutes ago, that would have no, that would have been that did not necessarily mean there was going to be a lockout um, at this point at the season. Everything had gone on schedule, playoffs, regular season, everything. So it was in no danger of stopping the regular season whatsoever. So rest assured, best NBA fans. It was a, it was still good, right to the end of the season. So relax, yeah, guys. We're all, we're all okay. And NHL players were terrified. I was. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, well, I'm a big NBA fan. What can I say? All right. So anyway, uh, the Raptors beat the 76ers, 123-114. What else to do? Rose DeRozan, 31 points, five rebounds, three assists. Robert Covington. 26 points, 12 rebounds, and two assists. Double double. Withers uh, got past the Hornets, 109, 106. Nicholas Bantam, 20 points, five rebounds, and I think that's six assists. And John Wall had 28 points, six rebounds, and 10 assists. Mm-hmm. Clippers over the Magic, 113, 108. DeAndre Jordan, 22 points. 12 rebounds and two assists. That makes an ugly woman, by the way. So, Aaron Gordon, 33.7 rebounds and two assists. Some of you get that joke about DeAndre Jordan. Some of you don't. Uh, okay. Pacers, uh, no, the Heat beat the Pacers 95-89. Paul George, 22.7 rebounds and three assists. Hassan Whiteside, 26 points, 22 rebounds and two blocks. That's a hell of a night. Uh, Nets beat the Lakers, oh boy, 107-97. Timothy Mongrove, uh, 12 points, 13 rebounds, and one assist. Sean Kilpatrick, mm-hmm. 22 points, four rebounds, and five assists. And the Lakers will look like we're doing well this season, but not anymore. Grizzlies over the Cavaliers, that's right, over the Cavaliers, 93-85. Kay Fielder, or Felder, 13, about 14 points, 3 rebounds, and 4 assists. Mark Saul had 17 points, 11 rebounds, and 3 assists. The Rockets just blasted the Kings 92, uh, 132 to 98. Garrett Temple, 20 points, 2 rebounds, and 4 assists. James Harden had, had, 15, had 15 points, 11 rebounds, and 14 assists. Ooh, a triple double. Hmm. All right, um, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Pistons over Mavericks, 95-85. John Lear, 19 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Harrison Barnes, 19 rebound points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. The Jazz over the Thunder, 109-89. Russell Westbrook, 27 points, 
six rebounds and five assists. Rudy Gerbert, 32 points, 12 rebounds, and two steals. I guess Westbrook is human after all. Spurs over the Celtics, 108-101. Avery Bradley, 25 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists. Paul Gasol, 17 points, 13 rebounds, and six assists. All right, shall we go to the standings here? Let's try it again. Okay. All right, here we go. Cleveland is still in front at 18-6. A half game back is the Raptors at 18-7. How about this? The Knicks are in third, 14-11, four and a half back. Still in third, though. Bulls are 13-11 at five back. Uh, Charlotte is 14-12 at five back. Celtics are 13-12 at five and a half back. Detroit Pistons five and a half back at fourteen and thirteen, and the Pacers are thirteen and thirteen, six back. Falcons, uh, Hawks, sorry, are twelve and thirteen, seven and a half back. Uh, Milwaukee is, I'm sorry, six and a half back. Bucks are eleven and twelve at six and a half back. Wizards ten and fourteen, eight back. Magic are eleven and sixteen, eight and a half back. Miami is ten back at eleven and. Uh, 9 and 12, wow. Nets are 7 and 17, 11 back, and the Sixers, um, that's 7 and 17, and the Sixers are 6 and 19 at 12 and a half back. So what a surprise there. Uh, West, the Western Conference, Warriors 22 and 4 have the lead. Spurs are 20 and 5, one uh, game and a half back. At 19 and 7 are the Clippers and the Rockets, 3 and a half back at 19 and 7. 18 and 9 are the Grizzlies. Four and a half back. Jazz are six back at ten, uh, six, 16 and 10. Thunder, 15 and 11, seven back. And the Blazers are 13 and 14 at nine and a half back. Uh, looking at Kings and the rest of the West is just completely off. Kings and Nuggets are 9 16 at 12 and a half back. The Lakers are 10 and 18, 13 back. I guess you can call them fakers now. Oh boy. Whew. Suns are. 8 and 17, 13 and a half back. Pelicans are 8 and 18, 14 back. Ooh, this is getting ugly. Wolves are 14 and a half back at 7 and 18. And the Mavericks are 6 and 19 at 15 and a half back. Good Lord. This is downright ugly. All right, so we'll go now to uh, we'll go on the NHL. In just a second here, I load everything up. Okay, give me a second here. I know this is live, folks, but when you have technical problems, that could, uh, you know, play a factor. All right. Uh, oh, there we go. The wrong button again, Jetson. Okay, and your scores go as follows. Uh, it's late night, actually, in the NHL. Uh, right now, it's 14-01 to go in the third. The Flyers are leading the Avalanche 4-2. to uh, Ken LaBank uh, wins it for the Sharks in a 4-3 shootout over the Senators. Uh, Penguins uh, beat the Bruins 4-3 to uh, thanks to Russ's overtime goal. But the victory comes with a price as Sidney Crosby gets hit in the face with a puck and was taken off the ice and onto the bench to be looked up by a trainer. But he did return 
uh, to finish the game. But still, what a way to what a way to get injured right in the face. Well, running. but he also has a history of uh, concussions, so that's not good. Yeah, my head hurts just thinking about it. Yeah. And the Lightning double up on the Flames, 6-3. to three. Uh, There are no um, – can't seem to find a highlight in that game, but I'll – Oh, it's silly. All right, so now the standings go <laughs> as follows like this. Yeah. Uh, anybody get to some of that truck, by the way? No. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> in the Atlantic Division, the Habs, <laughs> the Habs, a.k.a. the Canadians, are 19-16-4 at 42 points. Senators are 16-11-3 at 35 points. Austin, 16-12-3 at 35 points. Lightning, 15-13-2 at 30 points. Florida, 13-13-4 at 30 points. Red Wings, 13-13-4, also 30 points. Toronto, 11-11-6, 28 points. Uh, Buffalo is also 11-11-6, 28 points. Metropolitan uh, Division. Yeah. Metropolitan Division. Pittsburgh is 27-3, 43 points. Right behind them are the Rangers at 20-10-1, 41 points. We're not going away that quickly, fellas. Blue Jackets are 18-5-4, 40 points. Capitals are 18-7-3, 39 points. I know someone who's not really pleased with that right now. Uh, Flyers, 18-10-3, 39 points. Devils are 12-10-6 at 30 points. My girlfriend is not happy. Panthers, I uh, heard... Is that the only well, reason? She's a Devils fan. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hurricane, uh, <laughs> hurricanes, 12, 11, and 6, 30 points. I heard that. And the hapless Islanders are 11, 12, and 5 at 27 points. Good. Stay in the base for all I care. <laughs> to the west, the central, the Blackhawks are 19, 18, and 4 at 42 points. Wild. 16, 8, and 4, 36 points. 10, 16, 10, and 4, 36 points. Nashville is 13, 11, and 4, 30 points. Dallas is 12, 13, and 6 at 30 points. 13, 6, and 3, 29 points. And the Avalanche are dead last at 11, 16, and 1, 23 points. Pacific Division. Is there an earthquake over there? Hmm. Sharks are 18, 11, and 1, 37 points. Ducks, 11, uh, 15, 10, 5, 35 points. Oilers, 15, 12, and 5, 35 points. Flames, 16, 14, and 2, 34 points. Kings, 14, 12, and 2, 30 points. Vancouver, 12, 16, and 2, 20 points, uh, 26 points. And Arizona, 10, 14, and 5 at 25 points. All right, we've got some uh, hoops action coming up from the college ranks, as I like to do. I'm going to load it up here. And eat up the arm. The college ranks. Uh, yeah, keep, keep in mind uh, one thing, that uh, the lighting in this room is awful. Oh, boy, so awful. All right, so we go to some med hoops now. And we'll start with the top 25 first, and then our local uh, teams of interest. All right, right now the right now Arizona is leading the Grand Canyon. Yes, that is the name of a real team. And they lead 42 to 34 with 12:20 to go in the second period. Dwayne well, if Russell. you live there, you should live by the name, right? I mean, that's right. Awesome. Yes. 
what a hole. Uh, 13 points, three rebounds, <laughs> and three assists for Dwayne for D. Wayne Russell. And Raleigh Atkins has seven points, six rebounds, and four assists. Not bad for a team that's struggling right now. Uh, UCLA just walked over USC, UC Santa Barbara, 102-62. Ami Lacknew, 11 points, 13 rebounds. TJ Leaf, 25 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, yes. Sorry? I said you're showing your East Coast bias. I know. <laughs> you at least 25 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Very funny. Baylor just whips Southern 89-59. Sean Protomone, however you say his name, is 24 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist. And Jonathan Motley, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist. I wonder where the crew went. I don't know. So it was a motley looking for Wisconsin over Green Bay, 73-59. Kareem Cantor, 18 points, 5 assists. Ethan Happ, 14 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. And St. Mary's over Western Kentucky, 73-51. I think it's Quee Johnson, 11 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Emmett Nahr, 14 points, 2 rebounds, and 6 assists. All right, shall we check from the schedule from our neck of the woods, and maybe yours as well. All right. Uh, we did the top 25, so now we'll just scroll down. Uh, beginning with the early one, as uh, St. Joe's beat Princeton, 76-68. Uh, well, uh, in the New Jersey battle, Rutgers yeah, over yeah, Rutgers, uh, Rutgers over fairly ridiculous, 82-69. That's what we call it, though. Um, They'll give it to you. Yeah. NGIT over, no, Iona over NGIT, 94 to 80. They can't do anything right. Ohio over Milwaukee, 71 69. Eastern Tennessee State over Mississippi State, 67 65, and a close one. LAU Brooklyn over, no, Minnesota over LAU Brooklyn, 77 66. Brooklyn can't do anything right. And that's on the local scene and for that'd be a fun place to play. Yeah. That's on the men's side. On the women's side though, I have some of that too. Gotta give them equal time. And it goes this way. Starting with the top twenty five here. Let's go here. All right, uh US um University of Southern Florida over St. Francis University, 129-80. Louisville over South Dakota State, I believe, and it's 80, uh, 83 to 30. Or women's basketball. Yeah, Mississippi upsets Oregon, 83 to 57, 67, excuse me. And UCLA beats uh, UC Santa Barbara, 71-52. Uh, take a look at party Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you know, uh, on that one, you should give a party count or something. Uh, yeah. That blue sounded good. But, you know. Right. That's all the female um, games that were. I'm saying. Yeah, well, I like to give equal time for equal billing, you know. Well, I, yeah, okay. Just, just yeah. grooving. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, I know some friends of mine who are big on women's basketball, so I wanted to take care of that. Um, in the Battle of Massachusetts, um, Boston University beat UMass 64-60. I know someone who's not happy about that one right now. Um, Tennessee, uh, not, um, not, yeah, Tennessee, not, not female UMass. Uh, yeah, it is. Tennessee, Martin over Arkansas State, 68-63. Oh, I'm thinking UConn. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, you can. No, but I know somebody who's a big fan of UMass. So, uh, all right. There doesn't seem to be much interesting on on the female side tonight because they're all low, they're all like low powered uh, teams. So we'll go to the headlines. Maybe Party Town's next time. Well, no, it's not Party Town. It's like you know, like low key um, areas. <laughs> I know. The ones that nobody knows exist. Uh, people get the gist. But when you think about it, okay. So here we go. The Arizona Cardinals released uh, wide receiver Michael Floyd after the DUI arrest yesterday and failure to obey orders from from the officials. White Sox free agent pitcher Derek Holland was signed to a one-year, six million dollar deal. Um, as I mentioned earlier this evening, um, the uh, Sidney Crosby was hit by hit in the face by a puck and was treated on the bench. That's not going to be good. Uh, uh, a concussion guy. I mean, he's had a lot of concussions. Yeah. Uh, okay, Orioles. Okay. Sorry. Orioles catcher. Yes. Um, Wellington. Uh, yeah, Wellington Cast Castillo. Signed to a one-year, six million-dollar deal with a player option for seven million in 2017. Free agent uh, reliever Koji Uria signed a one-year deal with the Cubs. Although there is no official terms on how much the source there, it did say to prove to be six million. Uh, Lakers coach Luke Walton fined fifteen thousand dollars for being a schmuck last night for his verbal abuse on uh, NBA official and refused to leave the court. Well, Walton by it, but Walton still stands by his actions and has no regrets. He's saying, look, if I see something that isn't right on the court, I'm going to say something about it and protect my players. All right, you got to, I mean, I don't blame him for that. He, he, he stands up for his players. I don't see anything wrong with that. Oh, but, no, he can give him, but I mean, uh, I think it was kind of whiny bullshit that he was doing. I mean, I, well, like I said, he was being a schmuck, so. Eh. You know, here and there. So you gotta put it that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I will because I think uh, Luke Walton's kid is a little whiny baby. Uh, yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. More on the NBA deal. The NBA players union reached a tentative deal on a new CBA agreement just before hours opting out of the current deal. That is for seven years. Also agreed to extend the out the opt out deadline. January 13th to give them more time to review the there we go to review the terms and hold separate votes required to ratify the deal. This includes a significant okay. This includes a significant, um, includes and now the end to six years salary jumps from five million to nine million and a significant just plan for rookie scale deals. Small market teams will be able to. Science-based players with lucrative deals like 
uh, DeMarcus Cousins, not your cousins, but my cousins, not your cousins, not my cousins, uh, but DeMarcus Cousins. He's everybody's cousin. Yeah. Right. And well, that's an old joke. And <laughs> Paul George, Paul George of the Indiana Pacers. And the annual split remains the same at 49 and 51, 49-51, although I don't call that equal. Mm. And remains the same age for early entry at 19 years of age. So uh, I, think it should be, um, I, I hate to butt in again. I, I, yeah. Uh, do you think they're not getting a fair deal at 49%? No, I don't think so. I think it should be fifty-fifty, but I guess they gotta give a little oh. leeway somewhere. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that. Yeah. I, I, no. I, well, no offense, I side on the owners, and I don't. No, no. I don't think they deserve forty-nine percent. But uh, to me, that's uh, you know, damn near fifty-fifty. Hey, it's gonna get a deal done. Get a deal done. Then if the owner isn't getting it, yeah, I know. Okay, Cavaliers coach. Yeah, I know. Cavaliers coach Tyrone Lue sat out the big three for uh, tonight's game against the Grizzlies, and there were different reasons for the not playing. Irving uh, needed to rest his legs as they were worn out. Kevin Love missing a shoot-around due to back spasms. And James played in back-to-back games over the weekend, logging in over 80 minutes. Kevin Durant's charitable foundation donated 57000 to help Oklahoma's school for homeless children. The grant will be used to help purchase land for the new school. Uh, the program is called Positive Tomorrows. Ben Simmons takes um, first practice with the 76ers for the first time this season. On the last day of training camp, he suffered a right foot fracture. Oh, boy. Yeah, like that's going to do any good from the yeah, – because the Sixers are going nowhere. Uh, double trouble for the Jazz, the shooting guard Ronnie Hood pulled a hamstring, and point guard Dante Exum had a knee injury. Both were questionable for the game, but there was there was hope that they would be able to would be able to play. Tough it out. Yes. Um, the I the IIHF is waiting for the the NHL Players Association to make a decision on the 2018 Winter Games. Uh, President Rene Fassel uh, said that he has come up with the money to cover the cost of an NHL player. IOC Thomas Bach calls it a bunch of crapola at the idea of paying previous expenses for travel and contract uh, contract contract insurance. The delegate decision is seeing to see the uh cause and effect of the three years that it's actually happened. You know? Yeah. Uh I know the wings won uh you know, championship after. So, uh, right. that, yep. you know, it'd be curious to see, but I don't think it's helping the players at all. No, it's not. And the decision has to be made by January 15th. So uh, we'll have to see about that. Yeah. Okay, a, a few more notes here. Um, Richard Sherman, being the jerk that he is, blasts the NFL for scheduling Thursday night games saying it's one of the top five issues the NFL is facing. Uh, Sherman said that there's a concern about players, that he's more concerned about player safety than when you're putting, you're putting your 
players in tremendous danger when you're playing on a Sunday and then you have to play again on a Thursday. In other words, he's saying that the NFL is more concerned about making a fast buck than concerned about its players. Oh, well, that's obvious. I mean... Yeah, especially coming from his mouth. Well, I mean, you, you, you look how bad the games have been. That's they, they true. Do they should do it. Um, it should be just Sundays and Mondays at, at worst. It, if you're going to have to play a Thursday, then the bye week should be the previous week. At least they get a week and a half off. I guess. Well, it is something that's going to bring up in the in the upcoming CBA talks. Let's hope that happens. Yes, I think I think you're right. Um, anybody for UFC news? I got some. Uh, Holly Holm, the beast of that you know, that league. Ugh. Well, first, Jermaine the Random Eye, I think that's how you say it, for the first ever featherweight female title. Uh, scheduled for February in Brooklyn. Uh, the NF, the MA, the MLB owners ratified the CBA agreement by a vote of 29 to 1. Tampa was the only one that rejected the vote. Players were also scheduled to hold a vote agreement. Uh, this raises luxury taxes and bans wacky tobacco and imposes a hard cap on signing bonuses and banning the hazing ritual for rookie players which I think is, you know, pretty stupid to begin with. Uh, yeah, last it's, night, it's I, bad. Yeah, it's I mean, bad. that's... But I also think who benefits the most, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. I mean, but I don't think there should be hazing. You know, I wasn't in a frat, so I don't know, but... Uh, um, petty. Petty and immature. Uh, just as we went off the air last night, Suns were over the Knicks in a thrilling game in overtime, one thirteen one eleven. That was that was some game. Too bad we didn't win it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tommy is out indefinitely with a hand injury, and of course his father was the NFL's biggest ass. Do you think they should have signed? Uh, Carmelo? Say that again? Uh, Lou, I just was asking if you think they should have signed Carmelo. Hmm. Thank Carmelo? What's he done? I mean, you know, besides winning a championship at Syracuse, I'm kind of trying to figure out what he's ever done. Yeah. Okay, just a quick update to see if I got any scores left. Um... You just said no. I <laughs> know uh, it's no. I know I I go. I have to scroll down. I gotta scroll down. I um. Cause it doesn't come up clearly on the screen. you know, all the time. Uh, okay, NBA, NBA scores are complete, and there is one more score in the NHL. It's now three forty-three to go in the third period between Philadelphia and Colorado, and the and the Flyers. I mean, Flyers lead the Avalanche. Four to three. Okay, uh, my notes are finished for the night. You, uh, you. Thanks, Lewis. Sorry for the technical difficulties, though. That, that's okay. So, uh, the NBA and MLB are not going to have lockouts after all. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Yeah, thank God is right. Season lockouts. 
That's ridiculous. But, but uh, both both collective bargaining re- agreements were inevitable because um, because both leagues, both sides of both leagues, were very confident that that a deal that each deal was going to be done. Well, don't forget the NBA has a very has a massive television contract which starts this year. It's twenty. It's twenty four. Uh, I think it's twenty four billion. If I'm not mistaken. Well, you have uh, or seven players at the bench making twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that up. I'm not sure if that's happening for the uh, NHL. Yeah, but I mean, uh, this is a—I mean, it's a nine-year NBA uh, big TV deal, and I think they'd be stupid to give that up. Yeah, I know. They should have asked for more. Yeah. All right. right. Well, at least now all is well. Going to be on tomorrow night at 10.30 for episode 168. That wraps up episode 167 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Show. Uh, before, I, before I go, I want to I want to wish, I know it's after night, but I want to wish my nephew slash godson a happy 13th birthday. Yes, my nephew is now a teenager. Uh, well, happy birthday. Yes. Uh, Gavin, he's a big sports fan. And I want to let us all the... Uh, Military people out there, uh, happy thank mm-hmm. you because it's late, but uh, you know, still needs to be done. I watched the uh, military tribute today on uh, County Central, and uh, not enough is done. I had a lot of friends that went there, so all right, guys, all right, all right. So, until tomorrow night at 10 30 for Matt Pierce. And Louis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow, follow Matt Pierce on Twitter at Mailing10, M-A-L-I-N-G, the number 10. And follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Till tomorrow night at 10.30. GTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Thanks for listening. Go T. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.